Hello, beautiful people. This is Holly Darby, and welcome to episode one of Enjoying the Journey. All right, well, it's finally here. We are doing the first episode. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for joining us today. You know, if you actually listened to my intro podcast, you would know that I did lose my brother Kyle to a motorcycle accident. Uh, throughout this series, I am going to talk about him quite a lot um, because not only, you know, was my brother the bravest person I've ever known, but also I really want him to live forever. You know, through the stories of his life, whether they're from his perspective or mine or our parents, um, his friends that knew him, my friends that knew him, um, you know, I mean, realistically, I think that being able to share bits and pieces of someone that you lost is really the way to keep them alive and, and trying to live the way that they would want you to is, is the most honorable thing that you can do for them. One of the things that I really believe is just that, you know, there, there's more, more to life than just what happens in the moments when you experience them. You know, I, I just trust that the surface level of experiences is never the only level and that going beyond the surface level, like getting past that scratching the surface moment is when you really, really begin to find out who you are um, and what you believe. You know, not just taking and holding what others tell you or show you about who you are, but, you know, really just trying to understand who you are is is going to be found in the moments after and how you react to the experience itself you know even even if you can't take something beyond the surface level or if you aren't ready or don't really want to you know instead of diving in or rummaging through the mess underneath that's when you can take a step back and and pull yourself so that you can see a, a more full picture at least or at least a little bit more of it um you know both stepping back and diving in are equally as rewarding and transformative. Um, you know, if you don't do those things and don't question the world around you, I don't think that you can really say that you're living. I mean, truly. I, I don't know. But what I do know is that if my little brother can't be on this physical plane with me anymore, then there has to be more. There just has to be, and I'm going to find it, and I'm going to make it good. So with that, welcome to my journey. Um, so let's kind of just start jumping in. Um, I do have a small script that I'm going to be following through just to kind of keep me on track because I do have quite the tendency to... Uh, lose myself in my thoughts. Um, my wife actually tells me all the time that I get too deep with my thoughts anyway, so I'm just going to roll with it because that's who I am. Um, but I'm also going to try and keep my episodes cohesive and easily able to understand, even though the stories might jump around quite a bit. So episode one is going to be an extrinsic topic about one of the more challenging and rewarding hobbies that I, um, I wish I could enjoy more frequently, um, which is bouldering. 
So bouldering is a form of rock climbing. Um, it uses no ropes. You're able to scale uh, without a rope because it's a fairly short climb. It's usually only 10 to 15 feet off the ground. Um, with this sport, there is padding at the base of your climb so that when you fall, not if, but when, um, you are less likely to break something. Now, let me tell you, I do not claim in any way, shape, or form that I know everything or really truly anything about this pastime. I've only ever done indoor bouldering um, and actually at the facilities near my home. Um, I've never been free climbing, which is, in my opinion, like the most extreme approach to the sport. Um, so keeping it safe, the facilities that I frequent have about two to three feet deep of like cushioned padding um, from the base of the wall itself out to about I mean anywhere from six feet if not more in some spots um, it comes off the wall uh, just to be there for when you fall <laughs> unlike free climbing which you know with free climbing there's usually and I say usually because obviously I've never done it before but you know there's usually about a half a foot I would say thick of padding that you would bring yourself so it's not like in a secure spot um you know if you fall and fall on it wrong it could potentially move which is very scary for me I don't do dangerous things very often plus I feel like I should also mention that you know with free climbing it's actually outdoors so with it being outdoors, you're exposed to the different climates and, and different temperatures that you have outside. I mean, you're exposed to potential erosion on the rocks, which could like that could be unsafe. Um, it's, it's wonderful for people who do it. And I would very much at some point like to get into it. Um, but right now, I think it's just a little too extreme for me. Um, so yeah, we're going to stick with indoor facilities. Um, but, you know, nonetheless, this is something that I, I really enjoy um, and I was very fortunate and then I got to have one of my first adult experiences um, getting into the sport with my brother, which I absolutely cherish. Um, I have a picture of him literally like hanging off the top of the wall, which I will post. I think I already posted it on the Facebook page, but I will post it to some of the other media platforms, including the website that I've created for the podcast. Um, but, you know, with bouldering, not only is this a physically intensive activity, I mean, you're literally hauling all of your body weight with just your fingertips and like the tippy tops of your toes. Okay, well, I mean, you use more than that, but for purposes of dramatic effects, your fingers and your toes. Uh, and, you know, so it's a physically challenging activity, but it is also an incredibly mental sport. Uh, one of my favorite things actually about going is that before you even get up to the wall, I mean, you see your starting point and you see your end point and there's like different colored routes for different variations of difficulty. And, you know, you pick the route that you want to go on and you see it and you really have to figure out how you're going to move your body. And, and to do that and how you're going to move your body to get from point A to point B and to do that, you really have to know your own physical strengths and weaknesses and really just be able to utilize that knowledge to get from your point A to your point B. So for example, I have absolutely zero arm strength, like literally none. Pull-ups, never. I mean, I could maybe do one 
and then I will hurt for like three days after. So I have noodles where my arms should be. Um, but my grimps, my, my grimp, my grip strength is, is fairly decent and I've got a lot of power and strength in my legs. Um, so, you know, I know when I'm looking at my starting and ending points on the wall that I have to take a path that is laid out for me and cater to my own abilities to be able to get from the bottom to the top without slipping off the wall. Um, so time to get deep for a second because like I said I get deep I mean if you think about it that is just something that is so applicable to every single thing you set out to do and achieve in your life like your skills and your abilities determine what level of difficulty um, for the route that you can take not that you can't work to improve and take more challenging routes to get to places um, which you know obviously sometimes the more challenging the more rewarding something can be um, but you can watch other people do it and see how they move up, you know, the the ascension to the top. But just because they're able to do it a certain way doesn't mean that you're going to be able to do that, which is absolutely insane to me because you still have to use your own strengths to get from point A to point B. And I just think it's so applicable to like any goal that you have because, I mean, realistically, like we can all have the same goals and I'm learning about this in this book that I'm reading. It's called... Um, atomic habits and you know we all have the same goal but you know if we don't have systems and practices in place you can't get to that goal but anyway that's besides the point because that's a completely different conversation for another day so realistically watching these people go up this wall you might not be able to go up the wall the same way like if someone's literally like not using their feet to get up to the top and I'm trying to use the same route I have to use my feet like I have to I will never be able to get up there so I just think it's really interesting that, you know, you can you can make it to the top using the exact same route as the person in front of you, but y- you have to do it your own way. And I know that I'm rambling a little bit. I just think that it's such a neat metaphor to like push yourself, but also be understanding and nurturing and confident in your own strengths and weaknesses too. Um But anyway, while I was going through and thinking about this episode specifically and about bouldering, um, you know, I was really interested with this hobby and learning where the idea of scaling mountains and other like super intense terrain was transformed from like survival into sport. And boy, was that a good question for this because, and this is all according to Wikipedia, which apparently is a lot more uh, you know, valid than I was allowed to think in school. (laughs) Um, but anyway, with Wikipedia, I learned, um, that rock climbing as a whole, uh, actually became a sport somewhere in the 1800s. Now, rock climbing and bouldering right now are two different things, but they weren't then. So, so it was all just rock climbing. And back in the 1800s, Um, They used a form of bouldering, um, not as we know it today, but a form of bouldering to to train um, and help climbers, you know, scale larger undertakings and and train. So they use bouldering to build things like grip strength and practice uncommon maneuvers and be at a safe distance from the ground so that they can be more confident when they're up, you know, scaling extreme heights where, yes, they actually had ropes at that height. Um, 
But, you know, bouldering and rock climbing weren't really practiced as separate disciplines until like the early mid 1900s. Um, and to my understanding from my reading in France, um, someone came up with like the first rock climbing shoes. And like that was kind of when the separation began to like slowly uh, drift a wedge I guess you could say as a difference between rock climbing itself which obviously is ascending large heights versus bouldering which is a lot more explosive um shorter distances uh so you know I was really actually expecting it to be something that was specifically bouldering something that was around for a lot longer than 70-ish years because I mean you're like it's rock climbing and we've been climbing forever you know, I was like anticipating reading about how it was almost entered into the first Olympics, which I mean, I guess rock climbing, uh, rock climbing itself was recorded back as far as 200 BC, which I think is really interesting. Um, you know, so like the separation, I guess I just didn't realize was so new in in climbing. And I say new relatively because obviously 70 years is a lot older than I am. But, you know, in in comparison to two 200 BC um I think that's fairly new um but you know so I was I was trying to figure out because this podcast is all about you know the journey and how you can apply things to your own life so I was trying to figure out you know like what does this mean for you and me how does this apply to anything we know or do in our own lives and I feel like for me at least it just says that it's really never too late to improve the way that we practice things, even if it's something we've been doing our entire lives or even if it's something that's been passed down from before we were born. I mean, obviously climbing and scaling things is like inner nature. It's something that we've been doing for thousands and thousands of years. And, you know, I just think that it's really interesting that only recently this very specific form of rock climbing has like come to be which is really neat um you know and I think with that you know recognizing and really focusing on details and environments specifically of your practices whether it be you know yoga or meditation or training for some form of sport or a run or if you're trying to read more or whatever like your goal is like really being able to pay attention to your environment and the details of of what you really want out of your goal uh, I think is something that we can take away from this also because the difference is rock climbing is over a large scale you you go really high and in a lot of like competitions and stuff it's about speed um you know or about the distance that you can get whereas with bouldering it's more about like the explosive movements and being able to maneuver differently and hold your body in different ways and really working on a different form of strength I mean with bouldering half the time people are like completely upside down uh, which is insane to me and that was just like a form of practice um you know I think with that you know sometimes if you focus on improving details um the rest will just fall into place uh also really understanding that practice builds confidence and confidence is what can make or break your ability and desire to keep going with a goal I mean 
realistically, like if you are confident that you are going to reach your goal, you reach your goal. If you're not confident that you're going to reach your goal, sometimes you get there, sometimes you don't. Um, most of the time you don't, you end up giving up or thinking that it's too hard. But like, if you have something that you want and you have confidence that you can do the little things that need to be done to get there, then you're going to keep going, which I, you just are. Um, also on a personal note, I wanted to mention, you know, about indoor bouldering specifically because, you know, that's what I've done is that there's this thing that I find, again, applicable to everything in your life, is that they teach you how to properly fall. So before you can even get onto the wall, they make you sign your waivers and that all of that stuff, but then they either demonstrate themselves or usually show a video about getting down the wall once you've gotten up or you lose your grip, I mean, obviously the goal is to be able to climb to the top and then climb back down. Um, you know, it's not meant to be easy, attainable, yes, but not easy. Um, you know, just like so many things in life again. Uh, but so for when you fall, like not if, but like when you fall, because you will fall. If you're doing it right, you're going to fall off the wall. <laughs> like The point of doing it is to do the ones that are harder than you think you can do like I mean not obviously so hard that you're never gonna get there but like a little bit of challenge is the purpose of bouldering so you know when you fall they give you tips so that when you hit the ground you're less likely to hurt yourself now of course part of this is for liability reasons you know they don't want you suing them and saying oh well they you know I fell off the wall and they owe me money for no like you're gonna fall that's part of bouldering so obviously you know part of it is liability reasons but you know also like thinking about what it means for you and I don't mean just like on rock climbing but also just in general but like as it pertains to rock climbing I mean it means you can literally fuck up fall off the wall get right back up and try it again. You don't have to go home and wait to heal and then have to choose whether or not you can you even want to come back. It means you literally get to screw up, take minimal time to get back up, look at your route, analyze what you need to adjust and then try again right then, right there. And I just think that it is so important obviously for rock climbing but like with other things as well to like know how to properly fail. And, you know, I think part of the way of being able to do that is by being taught by like an instructor or a mentor. I mean, with, with rock climbing, you literally have an instructor teaching you how to fall. So I think like with that, it's really like just a cool concept in general of like they literally teach you how to fail. I mean, I know it's obviously they teach you how to fall, but falling is failing. The, the goal is not to fall off the wall. The goal is to climb up and climb back down. So you falling is a fail. So they're literally teaching you how to fail properly. So... I feel like with that, like just anything that you want to do, you shouldn't be afraid to search for someone who knows what they're doing and ask them for guidance. Like if you want to do something and you don't know how to do it, you're probably going to fail. Like that's just how it is. Like if you don't know how to do it, you're probably not going to do it right the first time. And if you do, way to go. Like good job. You you figured it out. But like for the majority of us, that's not how it's going to happen. So like it's okay to like ask someone for guidance. Whether 
you know, it's it's someone that you know or you don't know and they're just wonderful at what they do. I feel like it's just so important to know that you can ask for help. And I feel like that goes for mental health and physical health and just eating properly. I mean, it's okay to ask for guidance because you're going to fail, but knowing how to properly fail so that you can get back up and get right back on the wall, I think is so important. That's kind of really all I have on bouldering specifically. You know, I'd love to hear your guys' perspective on that. Um, you know, and also if you haven't been bouldering before, what are you doing? Get on Google, find a place near you, try it out. You know, I know that you will get so much more from it than just a workout and some sore fingers. Um, you know, and when you do go, or like I said, if you've already gone, I'd, I'd love to hear what you've learned from going, um, either just from your own physical stamina and your own physical self or beyond that surface level or even just you know like I said taking that step back and looking at it from the larger picture um you know in order to reach out to me you can actually visit my webpage. um so go to www.enjoyingthejourneypodcast.biz um, if you go to the contact me page of the site you can share your thoughts and feelings with me and I would truly 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 love to hear from you um, you'll also see my podcast schedule at that site on the homepage. I will be uploading two podcasts every month. One episode will be the first of the month and be centered around an intrinsic topic. Um, the second, uh, like today's episode, will be uh, posted on the 15th of every month and will be about an extrinsic topic. Um, the intrinsic focus, just for clarification, um, that's going to be more about like the internal self and dealing with things like um, forming good habits and self-care and setting goals and boundaries and being motivated and then the extrinsic topics uh, like today are going to be centered on the external self with activities and hobbies that are enjoyed by not only myself but others uh, you know that I care about or that I find interesting um, and they're going to be about things that test your ability and test your character and make you question if you're if you're really doing what you need to be doing um which i think is kind of you know obviously what we've done today um every once in a while i do actually plan to interview someone and learn you know about what they do and what brings them joy in their own journey um and how that can help you in some way shape or form hopefully and how it can help myself um Either way, all of the episodes are going to relate their topic to a deeper understanding of the self in some way, shape, or form. Um, I tr like I said, I truly believe, you know, that every experience has meaning, um, whether it's a personal experience or something you witness. I think there's something to be learned and applied to your regular everyday thoughts and beliefs, your habits, your routines, your systems, what you've got going on can be bettered by experience whether through yourself or through someone else while you are on the site um, please feel free to peek around I finally just got it up and running after weeks and weeks and weeks of work um, so I'm so excited to be finally having this podcast all come together and be posting my first episode 
Um, also, while you're on that site, please feel free to subscribe. Um, it's at the bottom of literally all of the pages. You just enter your email. It's just so that you can stay informed. You never miss an episode. I really, I'm not going to be bombarding you with emails. It's just going to be when I post a new episode or if I personally find something incredibly enjoyable that I just feel like I need to share with the world. Um, so again, that website is www.enjoyingthejourneypodcast.biz and it's enjoyingthejourneypodcast.biz, biz. Um, if you enjoy my content and want to support my podcast and more episodes like this to come in the future, please visit anchor.fm slash enjoying dash the dash journey slash support. Again, that's anchor.fm slash enjoying dash the dash journey slash support. Um, it'll really help me out. My social media information and links will all be listed in the show notes for you as well. So I want to end every podcast with something called Where's the Joy? Because, I mean, realistically, as much as this is about like learning about the self and things like that, it's all about finding the good. And I feel like by finding the joy, you find the good. So where is the joy in today's podcast? Well, today there is joy and excitement in that this is the first full episode. Um, however, as it pertains to bouldering, I, I think the joy is in finding out what you're capable of and I will tell you everyone every single person out there all of you anyone listening to this anyone that you care about even the people that you don't care about truly 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 you are all so much stronger so much stronger than you will ever see yourself as of of that I am so sure so so keep your heads up and keep climbing with this in mind hope you know that you're all great and I can't wait to continue enjoying the journey with you.